Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Uh, today in the show I have a special guest, um, author of a new book called The Shirt, um, and I'm sure that he will be going into explaining what that actually means. Um, it is a, a beautiful novel, but uh, definitely steeped in more like psychological, spiritual, you know, social themes of, around love, which I think we can all do a lot more of these days. Um, but before I introduce my special guest, I just want to remind you that if you are watching this show live on Facebook or on our YouTube channel afterwards, don't forget that after the show is over, if you click the link below this video, you can take my 30-second quiz and we can figure out what's holding you back from success. So please let me introduce my special guest, Herb Freed. How are you, Herb? <laughs> Very well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be talking to you, Natalie. Yeah, it's a pleasure to talk to you as well. Um, you were like the director of like 15 feature films. You're a former rabbi. Um, you've had quite the uh, quite the life experience. Um, so um, we might, what we might do is talk a little bit about your life story and what was the inspiration behind writing the, the book, Beshirt? All oh, wonderful questions. Uh, first of all, I did I did start out as a uh, as a conservative rabbi, and I uh, but I was I studied at the Jewish Theological Seminary in New York, uh, and uh, after I was ordained, I preached and uh, taught and was a good rabbi for three years, and then realized that's not what I do in life. Uh, and I began I studied dance, I studied acting. I did. Uh, I was able to uh, discover that I was not a good actor, but I was a pretty good director. And then did uh, I, I? I did three shows at the Maidman Playhouse in New York, and uh, from there started to study film. Came out to Los Angeles, and I've made. You're right. I made over 15 feature films, and about 200 television commercials, and discovered that that's where I where my soul is. I love theater. I love music. I love art. And so it was the perfect place for me. Uh, and uh, when I, uh, my, my wife uh, was ill and then passed away some six years ago, and that's when I began to actually sit down and write. And I found writing a wonderful way to communicate with myself, with the cosmos, and particularly with the people I love, those who are still around and who aren't. So uh, this book, Bashert, is my first novel. And uh, it's a Yiddish word, bashert. If I can hold up this this book, uh, that's that's the title. Can if you can see it? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a it's a Yiddish word which means preordained, meant to be. And of course, it it talks about lovers. It talks about preordained love. It means finding your soulmate. And that's what the story was about. And the glory and the the triumph and the the beauty of finding that one person that you were made for. And in fact, there's a, uh, the, the, the title pretty much comes from something called the Kabbalah, which is a uh, study in, uh, in Jewish mysticism written about 500 years ago. And there is a belief that true love and true lovers are conceived at the same time in the same cell. And when God divides that single cell, and the two are born and raised, it is their mission in life to find one another. And when they do, they will find true love. And that's really what the story is about. Right. And uh, where was the inspiration you got for, for writing this story? Well, um, you, you know, Marion, my wife, Marion Siegel, is a wonderful writer. And she said something that, that really sticks with me. 
and that is that all all fiction is biography, and all biography is fiction, because you you write what you're possessed to write about, and you can only write about what you know. So uh, this the, the two lead characters in my my book are uh, a male, a man, uh, whom we call uh, Dan, who uh, was a rabbi, left the rabbinate, became a filmmaker, uh, and then met this glorious woman uh, and who was a, a film editor and a writer, and they lived this glorious life. They made films all over the world, which we did, and that's what I write about. The, we, we, we made films in Paris, in Jamaica, in Cancun, in Israel, all over the world. It was a glorious life. And making films, I don't know, you know, how many of your people, if you were, your, your, you were here with it, but the films is, is agony and ecstasy, uh, and it's a most wonderful experience. So that's uh, that's the gave me the background for the story, for for the story that I write. And there is a, uh, but the, the question that arises in a book like this is what happens when one of the the souls, one of the mates, dies. I mean, how do you then reconcile your life and, and, and so forth? And interestingly enough, the very first uh, review that came out came out of the San Francisco, I'm sorry, San Diego. And the title of the, uh, the review, which was a lovely review, was, you know, uh, can love transcend death? And that's, uh, that's a major element in the story. And so uh, for the people who've, who've read it, and I've been I'm happy to say that I've been in over 35 cities in the past year. It came out exactly one year ago on, on Valentine's Day. And so I've been able to talk about the film. And, and, uh, and I'm sorry, but I think, whoa, I let something slip there. I mean, the book. Uh, and hopefully it will, will become a film. Uh, but uh, I've had, I've had the, the, the joy of talking to really lovely people like yourself and could just talk about the things that are important to me. So what you're talking about here is not the uh, the schmaltzy Hollywood style love story where you know you're talking about lifetime love. You're talking about love, you know, warts and all. That's that's very astute of you to, to to point that out because that's precisely what I what I was I was intended to avoid. I didn't want any schmaltzy stuff. I wanted this to be a story about the kind of about love when two two mature people find each other and they create a life together. That's that's beyond anything they have together. And it's not flying around in the air, it's, it's very real. Uh, and, and there's also dealing with illness. And what do you do when one partner is suffering uh, enormously? And there's, and there's that, that pathos that you, you, you wanna help, but you, you're limited in what you can do. And it, that brings out a certain something in you that you didn't know you had. And that's what love, truly love can do brings out in you, it develops you to a point where you never could have been otherwise. Yeah, so I'm assuming that you feel like you had Brashert with uh, with Marion. I'm, I, I have to say that it was. Now, the, the uh, you know, truth in advertising, uh, the, the, the fact is that I was married before. I was married uh, for 20 years with my first wife, uh, who was a way actress, was fed her on the roof and West Side Story, a wonderful actress, Anne Maurice. And she passed away after we were married for 20 years. And that was difficult. And we had a wonderful togetherness. But I, I, I have to admit that we were not bashert. It was a, it was a, we were great friends, we were great pals, we enjoyed life together. 
but it wasn't. It didn't, didn't have that other element. And it's when Marion and I met, our eyes met. In fact, it was right here in Los Angeles at the uh, Zanuck Theater on the 20th Century Fox lot. And it was at a, a book screening, a book reading. And uh, I got up and said something that, 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 that I heard and spoken about about that particular book. And afterwards, she came over to me and said, did you say this? And I said, yes, I did. And all the time she was staring at me. I looked into her eyes. I couldn't speak. I knew it was that thunderbolt. It happens. It truly happens. And it happened to me. And I was in my, my late 40s at the time. And so it was that unbelievable mystical thing that happens that is so, so enriching, so powerful. Yeah. Well, because, you know, there is a lot of, and, you know, uh, and I am one of these people in mid to late 40s, uh, single after being married or being, you know, in a relationship for 20 years um, and then now looking for love. But I find that because I'm a different person that I was in my 20s and because our priorities are different, I think that um, I find that I can recognise you know, love or a partner in a completely different way than I did before. So do you think you have to be at a certain age to experience Brichot? Well, I th I, what you just said is really very touching and it goes straight to my heart because that's, that is how I lived my life. And I do believe, and now more than ever, because we do live people, we live longer and we live healthier. Most of us are, are healthier and we're more interested in theater and drama and life and walking in the park and having someone to hold your hand and to talk to and and will understand what's going on in your height and your heart and in your life and it's mutual and you're always there for one another and that does happen when you're in your later years by later i mean now you look at anybody who's 45 years old 20 because that's that's what the today's 40 is yes. <laughs> um but but it's uh I, I think that's a very astute point and in, in fact uh, the readers of, of Bashir so far have been, and the people I've spoken to, uh, you know, I had a uh, really lovely uh, book uh, signing in Pasadena, and then I had one not far in uh, in um, San Diego, and uh, we did we did tele television there too, and I would say 90% of the people in the audience were in their 40s, 50s, or beyond. Uh, there were a couple of young people, but not too many. And I think when when you're older, you have more patience and you have more and and greater understanding and just more to draw on in your life. So mm -hmm. that's uh, I, I think that's a very valid point that you make. Yeah. Now I know that uh, that you are you know a former rabbi. Uh, do you have and we talked about touched on Kabbalah earlier. So is is there more like religious uh, you know tones in the book as well? Like people are learning from that as well. I, I think uh, uh, I would have to say that the the book is not religious, but it is spiritual, mm. uh, and it's spiritual and it extends beyond Judaism, Catholicism, Protestantism. It's it deals with with what we all what as as a as a as a species we, what, that we all feel, uh, and uh, and there are there are elements of the spirit, there are elements uh, of of life as we know it that, that all blend together. And there are certain elements that are just uh, life elements and feelings and thoughts that I think we share as a human as humans. Mm. Uh, and so uh, I, I've had uh, I have spoken at a couple of synagogues, the Creative Arts Synagogue here in Los Angeles, uh, and several others. Uh, and I find I find 
very like-minded people. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and I'm and, and I, I what I love about this book is that it is for it is a love story for um, you know, older people, like you know, middle-aged people. It's not necessarily like this, you know, the young, the young love. So what is uh what's the message that you want readers to take away from reading the book? Uh, I, I want them to find something in their lives uh, that I touch that they almost either didn't have or didn't know they have or didn't want to know they had, uh, something that awakens a desire to get more out of life, to live more fully, to live more, to find more love in your life and to find a way to make, make this life that we lead this temporary excursion that we have on earth, full full of as much uh, giving, as much joy, as much uh, exhilaration uh, as we can possibly engender. Mm, I agree. Now, I know that, uh, it, I mean, it's a fantastic story. Um, obviously, you've had a, a, an adventurous life. Um, but what I have noticed is that your female characters seem to be very empowered you know, they seem to be very strong characters. Are, are, are you surrounded by strong women in your life? Did you draw off someone that you knew? I am a product of the women in my life. Mm -hmm. I, 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 uh, I must admit that, uh, you know, th that I'm, I'm a feminist. I do believe that the, that, the, that the instruction, that the guidance I've received and the encouragement that I've received from women uh, surpasses not not in necessarily in, in, in depth, but in tone. I'm able to, I'm able to listen. And I believe that, they're, that they, women tell you the truth in a, in a different way. Uh, you know, if I, if, I, if I am involved in some project and I show it to a, a man and a woman, to two people, the man will, will be very logical and he'll tell me what he thinks about the way I don't feel it. You, you know, it's a, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't strike me as something that I I can honestly say I believe I can see I can feel, and so women uh, women in, in my life and certainly in my books, uh, and in, and in my novels, uh, and in my 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 movies. Uh, you know, there was one very lovely movie that came to mind that I did with I don't know if you remember My Brit, uh, but uh, she's a Swedish actress. Uh, Aldo Ray and, and some others, and it was a, a wonderful uh, film that I made some years ago. It, it, it was a psychological drama. They called it uh, Haunts, but it's it's very much of a thriller, it, uh, of a psychological thriller. But working with her and watching the way she comes to the set and others uh, set put me on a, on a on a kind of a road to how, how best to deal, how to understand, and to grow from my experience with women. Mm. Well, uh, Herb, who I'm who so excited. Yes, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I'm so excited to to spread the word about this amazing novel. Um, like I said, it, it's an inspiration to all of us who, in the second chapter of our life, is is looking for love and it gives us an a, an idea of what's possible for us. You know, when we know what's possible and we can hold that vision, uh, it makes it easier for us to create that ourselves. So I want to thank you so much for your work and thank you for joining me today. Now, if people want to reach out to you, if they want to get their hands on the book, where can we send them to do that? Well, they can, they can do it in several ways. One is to go to Amazon and just look up uh, Bashert, B-A-S-H-E-R-T, Bashert. Uh, this is what the book looks like. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I've showed it. Uh, yeah. 
uh, that's a that's a good way. Or you can go to my website, which is herbfreed.com, H-E-R-B-F-R-E-E-D.com, and it can tell you a lot about the book and a lot about even even more about some of the people who've read it uh, and who are who are deeply affected by it. And I would, I'd love to share that. Perfect. Well, thank you again, Herb. It's been a pleasure chatting to you today. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Navalia. It's a joy to be talking to you. Wonderful. Now, guys, I encourage you to share this video. Please help us spread the word. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Uh, now, don't forget we have a banner to the side or a link underneath so you can go straight through to Herb's website. Um, and once the show is over, don't forget to click that uh, link so we can get you to take our 30-second quiz so we can figure out what's holding you back from success. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. Thanks, guys. We'll see you soon. So much lovely.